Hi, this is Dr. Meg Hayworth, holistic psychologist and nutrition strategist, and you're listening to Get Well Soon podcast series, the show that explores how to heal yourself with food and the power of the mind. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Meg Hayworth. Thank you so much for listening to Get Well Soon podcast series. Um, I offer holistic wellness solutions for abuse survivors with chronic illness. What? There is a link. Yes, absolutely. And if you go to my website, you can take the ACE quiz from the Adverse Childhood Experiences study and learn more about that. Um, you can also download my e- free ebook, 10 Steps to Overcoming the Effects of Victimization, and uh, get a free recipe book too, because I'm also a celebrity chef on top of wellness coaching and nutrition and um, and inner work that I do as a transpersonal psychologist. Um, today, I'm so excited because I have another doctor of transpersonal psychology. Finally, <laughs> yay, it's a growing field. I'm so excited to have Dr. Debbie Silber on the show. Um, she is the founder of um, the P- PBT Institute, Post Betrayal Institute. Um, She's a health, mindset, and personal development expert. She's a speaker, a very good speaker, great speaker. I heard her speak recently. We were in a speaker's competition together at the Mindshare Summit. It was fantastic, and she won, much deservedly won. Oh, she's so good. Um, she's a coach and author of the Amazon number one best-selling book, The Unshakable Woman. I love that title. Four Steps to Rebuilding Your Body, Mind, and Life After a Crisis after a life crisis. The Unshakable Woman, the workbook, which is a companion guide to the book, as well as two books recommended by Brian Tracy, that's huge recommend, Marshall Goldsmith and Jack Canfield, the chicken soup from for the soul guy. Uh, Debbie has contributed to Fox, CBS, The Dr. Oz Show, TEDx, The Huffington Post, Shape, Self, Health, Working Mother, Forbes, Psychology Today, WebMD, Ladies Home Journal, Woman's World, and Glamour, to name just a few. (laughs) So her doctoral study led to two discoveries around how women experience and heal from betrayal. So this is huge because there's a major connection between betrayal and illness that we'll get into. I know Debbie's got that in her story and so do I. Uh, Based on her findings, along with 27 years of health mindset and lifestyle coaching, she's created a proven approach to help women heal physically, mentally, and emotionally from the trauma of betrayal. Welcome to the show, Debbie. I'm so excited for our chat. The most exciting part of of all of this is truly that I have four kids and six (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That's really the most interesting thing about me. (laughs) The rest is just, you know. (laughs) That's awesome. Four kids and six dogs. That's a lot of uh, loving coming coming and going. (laughs) It's a lot of a lot of boys is what it is that's really what it is a lot of. that's awesome a lot of caretaking and all of that that's wonderful so for sure yeah and it is it's so fun that you're a, a transpersonal psychologist too this is just a first yeah i know just two of us getting together talking about transform transformation you know people uh, just i love your i love your um uh your definition that you have on your website can you say it for listeners 
of yeah, what transpersonal, transpersonal psychology. psychology. Yeah. I, I'm explaining it as the study of transformation in human potential. Oh, it's absolutely so true. So true. And it's integrating all those different parts of the self, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and all of those parts that they seem to be sort of all over the place, especially after crisis or trauma. But when we put them all back together into something so beautiful, we just become so strong. You know, I remember one of the participants mm-hmm. in my study, and I know you wanted to, to talk about that, but she said, you know, Deb, think about this. Think of what a mosaic is. All it is is broken mm. tile just put back so beautifully. And I thought about that and I said, well, you know what, that's really true. And sometimes we go through these things, we feel so broken. Of course, we're never broken, we're bent. But we feel so broken, yeah. right? And and if, when we put ourselves back together in a in a different way, we, we are just so beautiful because Yeah, that's very well put. Um, and, you know, to your study, I, I, I think it's, first of all, fascinating, amazing, and wonderful that you conducted this study. Um, and, you know, what was it that led you to to, uh, to study betrayal and how to heal it, basically? Well, you know, it, it, it was, of course, my own betrayals. And at first, it was my mm-hmm. own family. And then it was my mm-hmm. husband. And you know, when the people we trust the most prove untrustworthy, you know, who do we trust? And when the ones we'd run to, when other people are causing harm, are in fact the people causing the harm, where do we go? And it was, it was really this challenge that, that led me right to that PhD program. I, I, because of the experience, I was transforming, actually, my husband was transforming um, but that we could mm-hmm. we could talk about that too, and and I just became obsessed with it. These processes were just flying mm-hmm. out of me, and I wanted I just wanted to study it so much more deeply. So of course, when it was time to do the study, I was so called to study how women experience mm-hmm. betrayal, what holds them back, and what helps them heal. And I didn't want to do a quali- a quantitative uh-huh. study where you know. We study many, many people. I wanted to dive in mm-hmm. so deeply and really study the lived experience of, of how women mm-hmm. experience betrayal, what holds them back, what helps them heal, what how it affected them yeah. on every level, physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, and, and what it was that helped them move from one mm-hmm. to the next. And, and what was discovered through that study was just, it really? blew my mind and, and oh, mm-hmm. absolutely, and put me on such a new path <laughs> helped me heal. And I've been just doing nothing, but I've dedicated my entire career mm-hmm. since then to just helping women move through what was, you know, these discoveries. And so they can, they can achieve this post-betrayal transformation, which wasn't identified either oh, until wow. the study. So that is extremely exciting. exciting. And I mean, betrayal is so difficult to go through you feel so alone the person that like you said the person you love and trust the most you see them in one light in one minute and when you find out about what that person has done that's betrayed you or betrayed your relationship or your trust or whatever then you see them in a whole different light the next moment it's it's so 
shocking. It's so shocking because, you know, take a, and think about what a betrayal is. It really is the breaking of a spoken or unspoken rule. So the more we trusted and we were dependent upon the person, Mm -hmm. the bigger the trust. So you take, let's say a child who's completely dependent on, let's say a parent, and then the parent does something awful. Well, that's going to have a bigger impact than, you know, a coworker taking credit Mm -hmm. for your your idea. Still a betrayal, but on a much different level. But it's the shock and that feeling of being Mm -hmm. blindsided. You know, we'll do anything to avoid (sighs) that feeling. It's, it, right? It's that horrible. And it, it, it just, it absolutely mm-hmm. shocks the body and mind and creates a host of, of physical, mental, emotional uh, mm-hmm. illnesses, symptoms, conditions that, that are all tied to this right. experience. Right. So um, can you talk about some maybe that you've been through? Um... Sure. Sure. I, I, it's probably a shorter list to say what I, I haven't <laughs> yeah. had. You, you <laughs> yeah. and I have those kinds but, of but lists. Actually, both a, of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, but you know, exactly. this is why we Absolutely. do what we do, right? And we're the, we're the ones who should be doing it because we're, we've healed and it, our teaching comes from such a deep place yeah. of knowing and from a Absolutely. deep place of love. Because uh, I'm a firm believer if you've gone there and back and you've lived to tell about it you you know and you've learned all of these insights Mm -hmm. you're obligated to teach that how do you how do you learn something so healing so Mm -hmm. impactful so profound and then keep it to yourself (laughs) yeah so that's just that's just my take and and it's interesting because what uh one of the, the the biggest pieces of, of this also, every single woman in the study said that she would have benefited from this type of support mm-hmm. because it's so unique, you know, with betrayal, there's so much judgment mm-hmm. or shame or embarrassment. And we're so wary to trust after a betrayal experience. So one of the, one of the things I've created is um, an opportunity to be a certified. Oh yeah, CBC. I saw and that. We can talk about that. Uh, po- yeah, post-betrayal transformation support group hosts. And the whole point of this is so women who've gone through this, first of all, they, they have a place where they can get mm-hmm. this specific support and because of how healing okay. it is to teach. So these women can yeah. have the benefit of teaching. But you know, that wasn't what you asked me. You asked yeah. me about some of the, some of the things that happened so for you very, too. Yeah. You know, just um, um, I, I think I'd read somewhere about how you became debilitated yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, when you've mm-hmm. been blindsided like this, there's such, um, there's such confusion and chaos yeah. and, and overwhelm. So mentally, we're all over the place. You know, physically, what happens is we have just mm-hmm. ignited the stress response because this, we are, and, and in the different stages, yeah, I'd love to hear. talk about them, some mm-hmm. of the stages where the stress response is in the high, you know, high gear. And when the stress response is just overloaded like that, we're headed for all kinds mm-hmm. of adrenal issues. Uh, you know, let's say the extreme um, anxiety, mm-hmm. also extreme exhaustion and, and um, gut issues were oh. such a common, that was something that I think almost every, if not every, almost every woman in the study had some yep. form of gut dysfunction, whether mm-hmm. that was irritable bowel or, um, or, or, 
just Crohn's or diverticulitis or just something like yeah. constipation or diarrhea, some some yeah. form of gut And it makes issue. perfect sense so too, yeah. you know, in and, the work that I do, um, the the abdominal area is it's the second center of the human energy system and it has to do with relationships it has to do with finances your inner mm-hmm. child your emotional self so um you know all those things together that's one of the things that was most depleted in my body too when um when i got so so sick and started to realize that it wasn't just about the food it was about all these experiences of trauma and betrayals so um and and that's the piece that is that that's so hard and and also our immune system is yes. in our, 80% of our immune system is yep. in our gut so of course then we're headed for all of these immune issues yeah. and and also it's it's the the heart you know our heart is so affected and mm-hmm. and i've been through i mean i was in icu for 11 days with peritonitis oh, my gosh. So, uh, wow. oh yeah and and a miracle I'm alive let alone have two kids after that oh, wow. because my insides it's like a tornado went through oh, them my God. but there's but as as hard as that mm-hmm. was when you bring the heart into mm-hmm. it it's such a different piece <laughs> yes. because we're always in relationships right with with our family with our with with who we choose to love our family of origin our family of right. choice and when these people are the ones to blindside us in this way, there's so much destruction and so much rebuilding that has to happen. And and that's also why, you know, I asked all the women Mm -hmm. in the study how different betrayal felt Mm -hmm. for them. And, and, you know, originally I was studying post-traumatic growth, like how, uh, you know, sort of the upside Mm -hmm. of the experience where it led to a new perspective, let's say that you never would have had. And although that's Mm -hmm. true, with something like, let's say a natural disaster, you know, sure, you can rebuild your life and see things from a whole different perspective and vantage point, but you don't take it personally. Mm, uh You don't have to rebuild your confidence. You don't have to learn to, you know, so many aspects of the self are what's Mm -hmm. hard hit. So it needed that new term, Mm -hmm. post-betrayal transformation. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. It's it's perfect. Um, So I, I think this was interesting. You talk about that we can either prevent or heal from a life crisis. What do you mean? Like how do you prevent a life crisis? <laughs> yeah, we can try. And, and it's funny, this is exactly what my TEDx mm-hmm. talk was about. It, it, it was on sabotage. You know, what, what happens when we're do, let's say we're doing well in our business, our relationships, our mm-hmm. families, we think, and then somehow we kind of derail ourselves, you know, what's yeah. going on with that. And, and, and I found this with my clients where they were, or they would, that's when they would start seeing me when they were doing things like using food or drugs uh-huh. or alcohol or work or TV or keeping busy or mm-hmm. reckless behavior, you know, anything to numb, to distract, mm-hmm. to avoid from something that they weren't, weren't willing to see. And of course, these are the very things that could bring sure. on the crisis, but, but we're doing this because, you know, we, we get that that internal voice that's calling us to play bigger or that's that is asking us to mm-hmm. see something mm-hmm. and we think we like change we don't want change because it's going to cause this entire shakeup <sighs> so yeah. what we do right? 
So instead, we do what we need to to drown out the noise. So, But what happens is the voice gets louder and louder, so the sticks mm-hmm. get bigger and bigger. So if it used to take two cookies, it takes four. <laughs> if it used to take one glass of wine, right. right, it takes two. If you used to watch one show, now we're binge-watching right. the whole <laughs> and, we, and we do this until we can't. And, and I actually mm-hmm. have a few questions. You tell me. This may serve your audience if I share them to see if this is, mm-hmm. in fact, what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, so the, the first question would be, am I numbing and distracting myself? Mm-hmm. If so, how? And be honest with yourself. You know, are you, are you uh, binging every day to avoid that challenging mm-hmm. conversation or that health issue that yeah. needs your attention, you know, or that you just the fact that you hate your job? You know, are you numbing mm-hmm. and distracting? If so, how? The next one, this is the big question. What am I pretending not to see? <laughs> that is a big one. Right? <laughs> the big reveal, right? <laughs> yeah. What am I pretending not to see? And then this is this is another big one. What's life going to look like in five to ten years if oh, I keep this Oh, wow. Going? That is a big one. Because if you think about down the road yeah, and so- how, you know, you're already having these destructive behaviors that are causing, you know, you're calling in late to work or, you know, whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Right, exactly. Or even just how you binge mm-hmm. every day after work to, to numb yourself from the fact that you hate your job or that you're avoiding that conversation that needs, you know, in your relationship. You're, five to ten years, what's, what's that yeah. going to do? And then, you know, the last question, what could life look like mm-hmm. five to ten years if you change now? And here's where, you know, where we're talking about transformation. Here's where it could get really mm-hmm messy and transformation's never graceful it's like <laughs> you're right you know, it's, it's, you're so right <laughs> it's it's not pretty there's nothing pretty about it there's nothing yeah. graceful about it and and people think that you know so often well you know i'll it, i'll just sort of grow into it no you know when you think of we always use that the example of the caterpillar right. turning into the butterfly the caterpillar doesn't just <laughs> no. wings it's arduous. A it's yeah. It's it's willing to be you know deconstructed, emulsified, mm. unrecognizable from anything it once was, and only because it was willing right. to do that, you know, and go through that process, does it get to emerge as the butterfly? And that's what happens with us when we're willing to go through, di- die mm-hmm. to the life we've known in order to create and embrace something entirely new. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, and so from, you know, from the study that you did, you came up with five stages um, from betrayal to breakthrough. So what were the stages? Yeah, and, and this was so exciting because I didn't even see it. And it's funny because my chairperson said, you know, Debbie, I think there's a process here. And I went into this saying, I would just, that would be the ultimate gift coming from this experience, that there was a process. And when, when she noticed that, I mean, Uh in the geekiest Uh way, you know, (laughs) I was just like, she couldn't have told me anything better. So anyway, the, the, you know, the first stage is, you know, if you imagine four legs of a table, so imagine the four legs being, uh, Physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So what I saw consistently with every single woman of the study, and of course I was my mm-hmm. own participant here because I, you know, I was the same demographic, and it was a prioritizing of the the mental and the physical over mm-hmm. the emotional and the spiritual. Mm-hmm. And and of course, there's no blame 
or, or, you know, that's not what this is about at all. It was just what I consistently saw. And really what this was about was as women, we're so capable to a fault. Mm -hmm. So we take on so much. So what I saw with every woman was she was so busy uh, working, doing what she had to do, raising her family if she had children, whatever it was. And because of that, you know, think about it. If we're only strengthening two legs of that table, the other two, you know, aren't really strong and solid and centered. Mm. It's easy to topple over. So, you know, that was sort of the setup. And and then from there, so it's just, you know, we're not nurturing ourselves. We're not taking very good care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're doing all of the things we think we should. So all of a sudden our betrayal experience comes along and here we're just blindsided. And with this, there's the breakdown of the body, wow. the mind, the worldview. And the body's breaking down because now yep. we have ignited the stress response. It is in high gear and we are just, we cannot mm-hmm. make sense of the situation at all. So physically it's the exhaustion mm. and the gut issues. And yeah. The, uh, emotional depletion, you know, I mean, because you're, you're completely oh, it, drained from the experience, you know? Yeah. Depressed. Mm. And we, we absolutely cannot make sense of this. Uh, so it's the breakdown of the mind. We're in chaos, overwhelm, confusion, uh, brain fog. So typical in this stage and breakdown of the worldview, yeah. you know, think about our worldview. It's basic, it's built it's constructed based on our mm-hmm. belief system. Our belief system at this stage is completely destroyed yeah. because everything we've believed in, you know, our relationships and the rules that govern these relationships no longer exist. We were playing by the rules and the person that even taught us these yeah. rules has violated right. them. So, How confusing and, is that? So you, <laughs> you know, Exactly. So when you think about it, a new worldview has not been created yet, but the, the, the one we we're living with no longer mm. exists. So this is the scariest stage out of all of them. It is just complete yeah. overwhelm and chaos. And we, we just cannot make sense. Major of this. And this crisis. is also a stage where we're in yeah. crisis and we are not reaching out for help here. Mm-hmm. If anything, maybe it's a trusted other, you know, but we're not, we're not going out to everybody we know no. right here. Maybe our closest family member or closest mm-hmm. friend or therapist and that's it. And I remember even with my experience, it was, I went from, because my clients were counting on me to be strong. I wasn't going to burden them with what I was going through. So it was right. Clients, kids crash, clients, kids crash. That's all I did. That's all I did. And then, and then, you know, of course your your body just can't handle that. So, so that's, that's phase two. Now think Mm -hmm. of what happens if, if you, if you're, if the bottom just bottoms right. out on you, and that's really what it's like, the rug is pulled mm-hmm. from out under you, you will do anything you can to grab hold of anything so mm. you survive. We, we always want to survive. So phase three, stage three is survival instincts emerge. And this was the most practical stage. And this was all about like, if you can't help me get out of my way, how will I live? Mm-hmm. Where will I live? How will I raise my, how will I support my kids? How will I pay this bill? Who do I, who can I trust? Who do I go to? What do I do? Very, very yeah. practical. And, and in the stage two, the stress response is still in mm-hmm. high gear because we're all about surviving. We don't feel right. safe. We don't. We don't trust. We don't know who we can trust. Yes, yet. your security has been uh, ripped from you, you know, or your sense of ripped. security, which, you know, was often 
false anyway. But still, I mean, there was a stability, a normalcy, something you could depend on, and now it's not there. Yeah. It's not there, and it's completely gone. So we're we're just trying to figure out, you know, how will I survive yeah. this? We don't feel safe yet. We don't feel comfortable, calm, secure. Mm-hmm. None of it. So this is, but this is the survival stage, and it's very, very mm-hmm. practical. And then once we've figured out how we can survive, how we can make this work, who we mm-hmm. can speak with immediately how we can get through this we start you know sort of morphing into mm-hmm. stage four and this is finding and adjusting to uh, a new normal okay and yeah and this is all about you know it's like if you've mm-hmm. ever moved if you've moved you know your your old house your old apartment your old condo isn't there anymore it no longer exists you move into mm-hmm. this new place and like you know how you don't know where the dry yeah. is you don't know where your uh-huh. coffee's right but you, you don't, you know, your, your stuff isn't in your new place, but it's going to be yeah. okay. That's, that's this stage. And this stage is all about, you know, okay, I'm going to make this work. This will be okay. And mm-hmm. when we're able to truly believe that we start to, we start to turn down the stress response a little bit because we're starting to feel mm, okay. safer, but here's where we're also, we're really serious about you know if a friend if it was only a one-sided relationship we we don't have the patience anymore you know now our bs meter is is pretty (laughs) sharpened and we're not interested in in just being taken advantage of or taken for granted or we just we just don't want it it, we won't have it puts you in a position where you begin to make better boundaries for yourself too you know Mm -hmm. We absolutely start to yeah. in this stage. And once we've been able to to create to mm-hmm. this new normal and we feel okay here, we start to turn down the stress response. We realize, okay, you know what? This new house apartment condo yeah. will be okay. You know, this new home is <laughs> a right. place to live. Then we start to move into stage five, which is the most beautiful stage. And this is healing, rebirth, and a new mm-hmm. world view. Okay. And in this stage, now think about it. We've turned down, or at least turned, you know, turned it down. The stress response, mm-hmm. the body starts to heal. Now we're more invested, or we have the bandwidth for our right. own self care. You know, this is the first time where we say, you know what, I, I want to eat a little better, not because I want to fit back into my skinny uh-huh. jeans. No, yeah. it's about yeah. self love here. The, the motivations right? become it's different. Like I, yeah. Oh, it's so different. It's it's I deserve to to treat myself a little better. You know, even with something like fitness. You know, I want to move my body because yeah. it feels good. I now we're interested in uh, just maybe moving towards mm-hmm. meditation or yoga or all of these beautiful mm-hmm. practices that that can hone in our skills even more and help us heal even more. There's this new worldview mm-hmm. that's forming too. And it's based on a new set of beliefs that we've constructed, yeah. you know, and, and every, every woman in the study, she had this richness, this depth, this mm. texture to her that she yeah. didn't have before this. And it was like, there were two sides of her where it was, you know, untrusting, but I'm going to mm-hmm. trust anyway fearful but i'll be fearless and it was all of this wow. really this which is so 
beautiful because that, that takes that the experience um in some ways it makes it worthwhile because you've gained so much from the the transforming the pain as opposed to sitting in the pain and i i know that there are people that sit in the pain for years and years and years Ooh. you don't have to you know um and, and I'll tell you, even remember the, the two legs of the table that yeah. we were really strengthening mm -hmm. in phase one here, the mental and the physical, as if, you know, our, we had our to-do list and our bodies were <laughs> taking us around to do it. Well, by, sta by stage five, we were solidly on all four legs, physical and mental, yes. But now we are very invested in the emotional yeah. and the spiritual. And what was also so interesting was every participant to whether she moved towards the spiritual aspect of her religion or she mm -hmm. left religion completely and moved yeah. towards spirituality. This was such mm -hmm. a crucial piece really for two reasons. It was, you know, learning, it, it was needing something bigger, needing to, to feel connected to yeah. something bigger, number one. And also number two, if you're, you can't but trust your betrayer, you don't quite trust yourself because you're looking at it saying, how did I not know? my mm. mom or my mm -hmm. husband or whatever could do this. Then we looked at spirituality as, well, at least I can learn. I can start rebuilding right, trust. Right. Yeah. So it served a beautiful Yeah, purpose. sort of that, yeah. that um, invisible force that shepherds you through, you know, um, mm. really kind of carries you and holds you through those experiences. Um, I was kind of curious about the, some of the semantics of the study. Um, like how many people and and timelines too from from the betrayal to the healing how long will, are people taking um by and large or you know i know everybody has their own process but since you have this process and it's you know it's a proven track record what mm -hmm. do you see mm -hmm. the women that i studied uh they were in their betrayal experiences they they were in aspects of healing and not every one of them healed. And I could tell you what moved them forward, some of them and what held them, held them back a bit, but it was six months mm -hmm. out of their experience to, you know, 12, yeah, up to 20 like I said, years. you can sit for so a long it, time, was, you know? <laughs> oh, you certainly, you certainly can. And even the one six months, I mean, she was growing so much, but as you know, as she was learning these concepts and, and applying them, you know, because mm -hmm. I stayed in touch with everybody um, and, and they were using them to heal. And actually the one, I think I mentioned it, who it took wow. 20 years when she went through the six week program, she said, Debbie, this oh, would have saved me 20 oh, yeah. years. You know, so there, could you, right. So there's no, no reason to stay stuck that long. But if we don't know there's a way out, we, we, you know, it, it's like if we yeah. knew better, we yep, do better. Exactly. We didn't know. Yeah. And everybody mm -hmm. takes their own time and there's no rush here. It's, you know, something like whether it's rebuilding trust or an aspect mm -hmm. like forgiveness or whatever it is, there are certain yes. things that take time. And the idea is it's, you don't need to rush it. Just move mm -hmm. through the, the steps and the stages and, and, and do all of the practices and, and even in the in the program I have experiential exercises so the proven things to work are, are put in there so that you're doing this work because you, 
you want to be complete. You you want to, you know, I see so many people where they never trust again. Oh, and doesn't it break your heart? You know? Oh, it's, and think about what happens. You know, mm-hmm. it's a new face, but it's the same, mm-hmm. it's the same challenge because yeah, the lesson wasn't true. learned. Mm-hmm. Right? And it was in my case, it was, I didn't learn the experience Mm-hmm. from my own family. Well, I certainly learned mm-hmm. the experience from my husband, right? So we get these opportunities to learn the most profound lessons. And when we do, you know, it's it, it's incredible what can be done with that, with wow. that information. Wow. Powerful. So um, the you make a distinction bet- between post-betrayal mm-hmm. transformation and post-traumatic growth. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that? Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, with with post-traumatic growth and it's, it's so wonderful. And when I started researching it, it's so, you know, I, I Mm -hmm. loved the topic because so often we hear about the downside of trauma, we hear about PTSD and, and all of the challenges and, and how it, it really just yeah, well, life, it's an right? over-identification and, and with I, a a um, a label. You know, I I had PTSD too, and and I I had mm-hmm. operative word here. You know, mm-hmm. yes, I still have a startle mm-hmm. reflex, yeah. but I think most of us do. We're built with that. You know, <laughs> is it worse than anyone else's? I don't know right. anymore, but I do know that I got past that, and I think that's important for people to hear that it's possible you don't have to be your, um, your label. So. Oh, absolutely. And even when it comes to a betrayal experience, there Mm -hmm. are so many triggers that, you know, make that person who's been betrayed feel like it's happening all over again, you know, whatever that trigger Mm -hmm. is. And so often we're reminded of the quality of, of someone's character, you know, when we see that trigger and it, it affects us on such a profound level. So Mm -hmm. when I learned about post-traumatic growth, I thought, well, what a wonderful thing to learn that the worst thing that could happen to you could lead to your greatest <laughs> life. And I said, well, that's, that's so great. But I, and, yeah. and I, and I found that myself, you know, when I was getting uh, just my own physical challenges, because I realized you know, how short sure, life yeah. is and how precious life is and all of those wonderful things that came of it when, when I survived my physical crises, but nothing rips you to shreds like, you know, like a, mm-hmm. a, a devastation caused yep. by yeah. a person because people in our lives are what, that, that's what, you know, that's what life is all about. It's our relationships. So um, when I, when I asked all my participants how mm-hmm. it felt so different for them, you know, they were saying things like, you know, Debbie betrayal is intentional mm-hmm. when, when we love someone and when they pass away, it's not, you know, right. and I'm not yeah. talking about suicide. It's, it's not right. intentional, right? Or or we could we could look at them and say, they loved us, they're no longer here. You know, but with betrayal, we question everything. We question, you know, us the enti- during yeah. the entire experience. We, we, we go through so much to heal and rebuild. Mm-hmm. You know, think about it. If it's if it's an infidelity issue, we question. You know, how maybe our own. Yeah. Are we lovable? Are we are we right. desire desirable? Are we 
all of these things. And, and it's so interesting because you know how everything, everything in life has a reason. And I wondered, I said, well, here I am doing all this work mm-hmm. to help women heal from betrayal. And I have years of experience with weight loss and with health. And I said, oh, and fitness. And I'm thinking, well, how the heck does that go with it? And, and I realized mm-hmm. it helps so much because now it's all about rebuilding the self from mm-hmm. a place of self-love and to, to rebuild your body so you can mm-hmm. feel great again. Yeah. We deserve that. Or, or, you know, and just to, to be able to stand there confidently. We've mm-hmm. been so hard hit emotionally, but if we had to heal and rebuild our body and lose all that weight and everything too, I want to be able to help women at least, you know, okay, you know what we're going to do this week? Now you're going to break that sugar <laughs> habit you had and let's get that weight off. So you just feel so good again. Yeah. <laughs> so it's about it's about healing and rebuilding mm-hmm. from every and that's angle. critical though and I, and I listeners to understand that it's a holistic process you know that you can't just think it's all physical and not emotional mental spiritual because you're all one you're all one being it's so yeah mm-hmm. yeah so um post betrayal syndrome um which uh, you know that's a syndrome is a collection of symptoms, right? So what? how do we know if we have it? What are the symptoms of it? You know, th- there's a collection of symptoms so common to betrayal. Mm. It became known as post-betrayal syndrome. And it was through the study and through a quiz. And I, and I have a quiz right okay. on my site where someone can see, are they unlikely, likely, or very likely? And it was incredible how women who struggled with betrayal will uh, present with just very oh, similar okay. physical, mental, and emotional symptoms. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they'll see. They'll see what their score is oh, and know exactly, know exactly why mm-hmm. they feel the way they do. So what I, what I love about it is it makes sense of, you, you know, you thinking you're crazy. You're not crazy. Mm-hmm. You're struggling. Mm-hmm. And this will show you exactly why you're struggling okay. what you're struggling with. Um, so what are some of the, the symptoms, though? I know we've already talked about, you know, the digestive issues. Yeah, digestive issues is a huge one. Um, it could be things like weight issues, mm-hmm. skin issues, hair loss, um, uh, really anything, okay. anything involving the adrenal. So it could be hormonal. It could be thyroid. It could really... You're, all of a sudden your hormones are going nuts or you think you're going into perimenopause or menopause and it's not. It's because your you know your your mm-hmm. hormones are shifting, everything's going crazy because you're internally your your yeah. body is freaked out. It's yeah. really in a state of complete chaos. Uh, you know, mental mentally it's all these um, this overwhelm and chaos and confusion and mm-hmm. and emotionally, sadness, anger, rage, mm-hmm. depression, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a whole so again, that post betrayal syndrome quiz is available on your website, and it's what's your website again? Uh, PBT post betrayal transformation PBT Institute dot com. Okay, so so listeners go take that mm-hmm. quiz, um, and and also learn more about you. Um, so, but here's the big question. <laughs> before we wrap up is how can we heal from betrayal once and for all? You know, the first thing is, is 
to first understand that that that's the reason mm -hmm. if you've had an experience that's probably why you're struggling mm -hmm. and and instead of playing this one big kind of whack-a-mole <sighs> yeah. where we're sort of handling the symptoms as they arise we go to these brilliant health experts right to let's say handle a gut issue and then we will take something maybe to help us sleep and then we'll take something for our anxiety if it's all tied to betrayal yeah. the best we're doing is symptom relief but when we heal from the root it's it's mm. we transform we understand it we make sense okay. and we make meaning yeah yeah and that's that's key right there is it's not about treating one symptom and you know putting out this fire running over and putting out that one we want we want to you know right. uh, no more fire and then green grass gets to grow again you know or grow for the first time you Absolutely. know for, for many Absolutely. people they've had mm -hmm. a series of betrayals through their whole lifetime you know from the time they were small children i know that was my story as well and so it's it's a getting past all of those things, overcoming all of those things, um, opens you up to a life that you never dreamed possible, first of all. Um, and yeah, it's healing from all of that. And, mm -hmm. and, but you know, once you heal from it, the lesson mm, doesn't have to right, be right. That's well put and that's important. Um, so can you give listeners any, any more information about uh, like just how to get in touch with you and other offerings you might have or events you've got. I know you've got your institute sure. and you've got a practitioner's course. And mm -hmm. Yeah, the practitioner courses. Well, the, the six-week program, you could do it as a home study. You could do it with some interaction from me. That's a, that's a prerequisite okay. for either of the two certifications, whether you want to be a certified PBT support for post uh -huh. or certified, if you have a health background, certified uh, mm -hmm. PBT practitioner. And so this way, you know, someone comes in and you can help them with, with this betrayal uh, experience you know, with, with these healing tools to help with betrayal. Um, yeah. And the, the best thing to do is just go to pbtinstitute.com. I have a great ebook, how your biggest <laughs> crisis reveals your greatest gift. Uh, you could get that or take the quiz. Um, exactly. Get you feeling great again. That's what it's all about here at Get Well Soon. <laughs> it's like how we're, we're helping people yeah. heal themselves with food, the power of the mind, the heart, um, you know, all of the, the things that we have available to us and, you know, just getting this podcast out there, you know, share it with as many people as you can, listeners, um, that you think might benefit because what you're saying today is incredibly important i think there are a lot of people that are they're on disability they can't get out of bed they uh they're in massive pain every day and they've never really linked it to the the experiences of their lives and we know scientifically that they have a profound effect on our physical bodies Oh, absolutely. And, and really, I am so grateful that you've given the Institute and this and betrayal, this whole topic an opportunity. Oh really my gosh, to be you're so welcome. It's, it's a joy to have you on the show and uh, to learn about what you've been doing. I, I love that you've organized these difficult life events and helped uh, and, and created this process to, to move people through it to feeling whole and to creating the life 
again, the life they never dreamed of. Because I think when you say yes to these moments is when yeah. things really open up for you, you know. It really does. And I'll tell you, the women who, who have gone through it, uh, you know, now they're they're going through their certifications to become uh -huh. uh, support group hosts and practitioners. And my intention is really to get uh, practitioners and hosts in every state and every country and every few blocks so that anybody who's struggling with a betrayal experience can find these specialized groups or these specialized practitioners in their area just wow. so they get what the a beautiful service you're doing to humanity and healing and just you know up leveling the consciousness you know so thank you i really appreciate having you on the show and the work that you're doing in the world oh my gosh you're thank so welcome you. Thanks so, much for the opportunity. Um, so listeners again it's um pbtinstitute.com and it's Dr. Debbie Silber, transpersonal psychologist. So, so please go onto her website and learn more about what she has to offer. Please share this podcast with as many people as you think might benefit and listen to other podcasts. I have so many health and wellness experts that I've spoken to that are just amazing conversations, people that are really changing the world. You might find the key to uh, exactly what needs to be unlocked for your own health and wellness journey. Um, so thank you again. And I hope that this podcast will help you get well soon. For more information, go to meghayworth.com to sign up for our email list, get your free copy of five anti-inflammatory on-the-go lunch recipes, and access to our private Facebook community. Thank you so much for listening.